Hello, my name's David and this is the Hypothetic RL, a podcast about the what-ifs of rugby league history. Firstly, I just want to say congratulations to the winner of the NRL this year. I'm, I'm recording this prior to week three in the final, so congratulations to the Storm slash Seagulls slash Rabbitohs slash Panthers. I'm sure you deserve that premiership and I'm sure it was a great game. Uh, I mentioned that because I'm recording quite a few episodes today and they're going to be sort of final system focused uh, about different things about, you know, the way competition structures work and just brought my mind to maybe I should say that. Um, and yeah, I just thought I would just say that for you guys. Uh, as you can notice, I'm not introducing anyone else. So this is a solo podcast. I'm going to do a series of these and I hope you enjoy going back to the older format uh, back when... You know, I talk to myself in a small room. I'm back in the small room again. And, uh, yeah, I've got no one on the line. So I think that's all the introduction that I need to give you. And it's time to get to the subject for today. So what I'm going to be talking about today is a final system, uh, one that the New South Wales Rugby League used. It was also used in the VFL. Uh, it's called the Argus system. I, I, don't know if the New South Wales, I don't know if the New South Wales Rugby League ever refer to it as the Argus system themselves, but that's basically what it's called. Uh, it's a system where uh, the you have a four-team semi-final, and at the end of it, if the team who finishes minor premiers does not uh, qualify for the grand final, does not win the grand, oh, sorry, it's not called grand final, but the, the team that is the minor premiers doesn't win, then they get a right of challenge, and then there's a game called a grand final. And that's pretty much where we get the term grand final from as well, because the, the games before that, the one, if they won, it was just called a final, not a grand final. Um, obviously, you know, some marketing genius decided that, you know, you have a final and then the one afterwards is called the grand final, uh, which has worked out really well for, for rugby league and for AFL. Um, and that's the last time I mentioned AFL, by the way, but it's worked out really well for, for rugby league. And, you know, it's a term that we use all the time now, and I don't know if people really know where it came from so and i'm not even entirely sure who actually coined it i don't have i've done the research on that but uh very interesting so to talk about the argus system first it's probably best that we uh go back a little bit in time from from where we're going to start i'm going to start in 1954 um with my what if the the what if is going to be what if the nissa wales rugby league never abandoned the argus system so we always had a right of challenge and the minor premier was always able to enforce a grand final basically um obviously we're not going to have a four-team final series when there's 20 teams or 16 or stuff like that we'll we'll get, still have the same finals teams uh, but we're going to have a look at what happens if the minor premier always gets that right of reply so without going any um, further into into that, I think it's best we go back and rewind. The Argus system was introduced in this sport that shall not be named, uh, because I said I wouldn't say it again, I realised it's going to make it very difficult to do this uh, rewind. But either, either way, uh, it was introduced in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Uh, there's actually a couple of different... Uh, amended Argus system. So the the first system was basically first versus third, second versus fourth. Uh, then the winner played winner of those two games played, and then that was that was it. So that was your first. That was basically your final system. Uh, in that sport, which we shall not name, there was some complaints that the person that, or the team that won you know finished the season in first position got no advantage by this if they had lost in either game um, what's the point of running a season if you know the team that finishes on top of the ladder doesn't doesn't get any advantage to it um, and you know fair enough so there was a right of reply which was added uh, so this is the arc system we're talking about with a first first third second first fourth and then the right of reply for the minor premier um, you had to be the outright minor premier, which meant that if you tied for minor premiership, no one got a right of reply. Um, that's we're going to to deal with that as we go forward. Obviously, with seasons with more teams, it's going to be a lot easier to not have tied teams. Um, for and against is going to get used, so basically that's fine. But obviously, 
um, obviously, but it, it's interesting in, in earlier sports, especially in the rugby league as well, they didn't rely on the, the for and against to, to work out positions. Um, there was always playoffs to work out positions, uh, which, I mean, there's, there's pluses and minuses to that, but obviously, you know, when when you've got a for and against, uh, deciding it, it can be a little bit harsh, um, but then, you know, that's part of, that's just the way it is, I suppose. It's the way that, you know, you score more te- more points or you have a better for and against than someone else means that you're a better team, so you should have a more advantage. Um, but there's also the thing of, you know, some teams might be just as good, but they have a couple of bad weeks and the other teams are a little bit more average and have better weeks. And either way, it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, basically, first, first, third, second, first, fourth. I'm not sure why it's first, first, third, not first, first, fourth, second, first, third, as, as we kind of do now and as most sports would do. Um, that's just the way it kind of is. Uh, so yeah, basically that's the way it goes. Um, there, there's a second Argus system, which is basically one which we're talking about where they, uh, so the first one was there was no right of reply. The second one, well, there was no automatic right of reply. Uh, the second one, which is called the second amended Argus system is the right of reply is, is built into it. So you always have it. They also did a third one, which is a very interesting where they did a, a it's like a, a round robin Argus system, which I think would be work quite well for for rugby league. Um, but it would be very interesting to see what happened, what would happen, because uh, what they did is obviously the four top the top four teams would play each other again, uh, and if the team that was the minor premier came out on top, then they won. That was it. Uh, if the team that was the minor premier didn't come out on top. And there was another team that 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 team would play the minor premier for your grand final, so another interesting way of going about it. That's not what we're going to do. Basically, in this one, we're going to go forward from here. So we're going to start from 1954, and we're going to have a look at um, what the result would be if the Argus system was maintained. So basically, from 54, what happened was there was an automatic grand final. Excuse me, automatic grand final. Um, it meant that basically the team that you know they had they would have a grand final basically. So you had to always have that. There was no right of reply anymore, but they changed that system so that the team that was at the top of the table had the most advantage. And that's the final system that we all kind of know from the you know the 70s, 80s, 90s to an extent. So it's one v two, three v four, the winner of 3v4 goes forward, the loser of 1v2 plays them, and then there's that final and then the grand final. So uh, basically what it is, is it's, you know, team number one and team number two have to lose twice um, to get eliminated. Team number three only has to lose once, and same with team number four. So there's definite advantage. Uh, As we get to the five-team final system, there's more advantage for, you know, teams two and three but even more advantage for team one because of the week off uh but yeah basically you all know that system so what what i'm going to do is i'm just going to start with 1954 we're not going to go through every single season because it's just going to be a little bit too much but what we're going to do is just highlight the ones that make the most difference or are most interesting about that run um once we get to our time with the uh wonderful super league uh, we're going to make a little bit of a change because we're going to have some strange seasons with Super League seasons. We're going to have a 10-team final series in there. Um, basically, I'm keeping the same final series, the same amount of teams to qualify for finals each time, um, but there's a slight difference. Obviously, it's not one versus three anymore because there's eight teams. So um, once we get there, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit more. So... I think that's enough of the history of what an Argus system actually is. I'm pretty sure you all are pretty versed on what it is now. So um, see if you can follow me, and I'm just going to go forward. All right, so like I said, let's start at 954. So the four teams that qualify for the finals is Newtown, South, St. George, and Norths. Um, I'm going to use the results that we have when we have results. When we don't, I'm going to use 
previous results of that season and just some judgment to work out who we think may have won. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be 100% perfect. And, you know, I'm not saying that this is definitely what would happen if, if the final system had changed this way. It's just roughly what we think might have happened. So, basically what happens in that final series is Newtown plays St. George, so one versus three and they win. Uh, Souths beats North, so it sets up a Newtown Souths grand final. In that same way, uh, Souths had actually beaten Newtown... Um, in that season and, and the way that the grand final worked in 1954 was that um, Newtown had actually lost to Souths in the first round and then beaten St George which makes sense and then Souths had won the grand final 23 to 15 so we're going to say that Souths win that first game but then there's a right of reply that happens because obviously you know Newtown are the minor premiers so they allow, they're allowed their right of reply um, I haven't actually decided a winner on how that because it's very hard for me to decide a winner there because the the most recent result is South Sydney winning. So, I mean, that's just going to be South winning again. I don't know if that's exactly what's going to happen, um, but I just sort of I thought I'd just highlight fifty four because that's the the first kind of one that um, that makes some sort of sense. Uh, the same thing almost as a almost exactly the same thing happens in fifty five as well except South Sydney come from fourth position. So they beat Manly, who finished third. Then they beat St George, who had finished second. And then they beat Newtown in the final. So it's a real Cinderella run, 1955, actually, for South. So probably something that um, we should have a look at one time. Maybe we can um, eliminate them from, from the finals and, and see if the team that comes in and finished fifth, North Sydney, can do the same thing. Maybe that's something we can do in a, another episode. But... Um, there's not a lot to be gained by, by talking about these ones too much, just to sort of give you a general idea how the, the process works. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be Newtown South's grand final two years in a row, which is the same as what it is now. Um, then then we get to the St George run. So none of the St George run is really going to get challenged. So basically 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, they're minor premiers. They sweep everyone aside. They win these games. So... Not much really changes there. Um, 1961, Wests are actually in the minor premiers. So we will end up with a, a West St. George grand, uh, sorry, final. And St. George will win, as they did in, in 1961. Then we get, end up with West getting a, a rematch against them. So there's a possibility. I mean, that West time side of 1961 is pretty good. Um, there's a possibility that West could reverse it the next week. Uh, I'm not going to say that's that's what's going to happen, but there's there's one that possibility could change, um, and then we continue on the run of St George from '62, you know, right through to 1966, and you know, basically in '66 they beat Balmain, and this is where I do my first little bit of of tampering with this a little bit because uh, we move forward to 1967. So 1967 is the first season for Cronulla and Penrith. Uh, so we go to 12 teams in the competition. And at this point, the New South Wales Rugby League stayed at four teams in their finals. What I've actually decided to do here, and it's, I know it's not perfect, like it's, it's not exactly what they did, but I think this is the logical point for them to do this, is that I've decided that we will go to five teams here but keep the same idea of the Argus system, um, but there's a playoff. So instead of uh, instead of having it as you know, one one gets the week off. What we're going to do is we're going to allow teams four and five to play off for the finals for the fourth spot, and then once you've got that playoff for the fourth spot, you're then going to allow the next like the the same process to happen again. Uh, it just, I don't know why I, I decided that this is the best way. I just think that eventually it has to get larger, this Argus system. And I think if you have it as still a top four, but there's a playoff for fourth spot between fourth and fifth, like a, be like a wild card that we all love. We all love wild cards. Um, then what it does is it do, allows me to naturally kind of increase the increase it to a top five without it kind of becoming a, a weird thing that we do 
you know, just all of a sudden it starts going from four to five. So I think this is a logical point because you go 12 teams here. So 67 becomes interesting because uh, Manly and Balmain both finish on the same amount of points. And what what I've done then is there'd be a playoff to make the playoff, so which would be interesting. So Manly will play Balmain. I looked at the results of that year. Balmain would have beaten Manly, I believe, uh, which means that Easts and Balmain play off in the well, playoff for fourth spot. Uh, and especially because Balmain would have to play, they would um, they're probably a little bit underdone, and Easts would end up winning. So. In that season, that would mean that St. George played Canterbury, which is the game that we had as the prelim. Um, this is the end of the St. George run where Canterbury defeats St. George 12-11 in the preliminary final, or the, the final as it was called back in those days, the game before the grand final. So that would still occur. Uh, Souths would beat Easts. Uh, so Canterbury would play Souths, and obviously Souths win that grand final. Then there would be a grand final, which would be St. George against Souths, and I still think Souths are probably going to win that. So we probably still get the end of the St. George run. But the biggest thing about that is St. George does get that last game. So they do get that last grand final to try and win it. So they could have got to 12 in a row. Um, but look, we're saying for the purpose of this that Souths will still win that grand final. But it means that obviously you've got that you know, chance for, a, for that many in a row. Um, we're going to continue on our way from 67. So there's... Interesting happens thing happens in 69. There's a playoff for the playoff again. So West and Parramatta would play off for it. Um, by the results of that year, we think that Parramatta probably would win, but then Manly would beat them in the week after in the, the playoff for fourth. Um, and there's a another playoff in 71, another one in 72. So some interesting ones, but what ends up happening is uh, South's, you know, win their win their one in seventy. Uh, we've got South playing Manly in in seventy one in in a game where Manly gets to to get the last right of reply. And uh, you know, maybe Manly wins in seventy one. You got seventy two, where uh, Manly gets another Manly gets to play St George in uh, in a game, and we think that they probably will get beaten by St George in seventy two in a final, but then gets. Last right of reply, uh, have to has to beat St George after St George beat Newtown in '72 in the final. So you know get, Newtown gets really deep into that finals from from what we can see from the previous results and what sort of happens there. '73 uh, Manly and Cronulla stays the same as what we had. '74 East and Canterbury, '75 East and St George, and then these are all kind of these are all the grand final too, where you know the the minor premiers hadn't made the grand final. So in '74 we'd had Canterbury, or hadn't made the final. Sorry, we had Canterbury versus West in the final and Canterbury winning. Uh, in '75 we had St George and Manly with St George winning it. Uh, in '76, I, mean, I don't want to just gloss over this too much, but basically uh, teams like you know Easts in '74 and '75 come up against teams that had beaten them in the, in the regular season, and you know. We're just going to say that they repeat that for the for the finals, so it gives them that last row reply. But I think in both chance, both times, seventy four and seventy five East are going to get that victory. Um, seventy six, we end up with Parramatta playing Manly, and you know I I'd want to say that maybe Parramatta could beat them the first time, but not the second time. You know, it's if Manly wins just one of those, they they win it. Um, seventy seven. We already had two grand finals, so, you know, why not have two again, Parramatta and St. George? Let's have St. George win both times, because they get the, you know, they get that, um, Parramatta will get the right of reply being the minor premiers in 77, so St. George would have to beat them twice. You know, like, I don't know if they can beat them twice, but, you know, as a pessimistic Parramatta fan, I feel like they would probably stuff it up. Um, 78, West were actually the minor premiers in 78, so that Manly-Cronulla grand final, uh, the way that it works out, we st I still think Manly and Cronulla play each other in the final, but, you know, with the winner having to play Wests, uh, and, you know, depending on what happens there, does Cronulla come out on top this time? They've still got to beat Manly, and they've got to beat Wests as well. 
Does West beat Manly? I'm not really sure, but um, you end up where the final system, you've got uh, West playing Manly, and I think Manly beat them. Cronulla playing Parramatta, and I think Cronulla beat them. Manly, Cronulla. I mean, we saw Manly won that already. Does Cronulla win this because it's not a grand final? Do they then have to play West or Manly? I'm not really sure, but um, it would be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, seven year nine, I've got uh, the playoff is West versus Canterbury and Canterbury getting in. Uh, so you go St. George against Cronulla and then you go Parramatta against Canterbury. And I think we still end up with the St. George Canterbury grand final and the St. George win in, in 79. So as you can see, there's not a lot of huge changes, especially when it's only a four or five team system. You don't get a lot of change here because what's actually happening here is that we're getting the same teams playing each other. And usually a minor premier is, you know, will usually win most of their games. So it's a couple of points where the minor premier gets knocked out and then comes back. And the team that they play against is usually the team they beat in the grand final because they're the second best team that year. So that's what's kind of happening there. Um, 80 follows the same thing. We've got a St. George Souths playoff. Uh, East beat West, and then Canterbury beat St. George after St. George winning that playoff. So that means it's East events Canterbury. Canterbury winning as they did in the grand final. And then you have to have and then you have to have a grand final now in this system with East playing Canterbury again. You know, so we're gonna get a lot of these too, where it's sort of a repeating game the next week. Um, I don't know if this would be any good for for TV or for, you know, people watching because, you know, the same grand final two weeks in a row, or the same final two weeks in a row um, could be a bit of an issue with, you know, people going, well, why am I bothering watching this again? Um, 1981 is another interesting one because East end up minor premiers in 81. So we end up with a playoff, Cronulla versus Manly, so Manly win that. Uh, Parramatta beat Easts, Newtown beats Manly, as they did. Parramatta beats Newtown, so that means East get to play Parramatta in the grand final. Do East win in 81? You know, is Parramatta's time come in 81, or is it is the extra week off of them coming back just enough so that they can win it? I mean, I've got it here that I think, based on season results, that East probably beat Parramatta and they don't win their first title in 81, um, which is not great, but, you know, that's, that's probably the way it would have happened. And that brings us to 1982, so... As we know, 1982, two more teams join New South Wales Rugby League. We get to 14 teams. Obviously, eventually goes back to 13 with the exclusion of Newtown. But because they've gone from 12 to 14, I'm going to say that what they decide to do is they decide to go to a another amended Argus style. So what we're basically going to do is have a top six. Teams one and two have the first week off. Team three plays team five. Team 4 plays Team 6. Then the winner of Team 3, 5 plays the winner, plays the minor premier, number 1. And the other winner plays number 2. Basically kind of keeps the same idea of Argus where it's not 1v4, it's 1v3. Um, so what happens there, 9A2, Parramatta minor premiers. Um, Manly finish second, Parramatta and Manly win their games out it, we get the cardinal battle the cardinal uh, direction battle in that first week of the finals we got north first west east first Souths. um norths and south win through but Parramatta manly too good for both those two so Parramatta will beat manly in 82 uh that'll end up being Parramatta's first title in 82 rather than 81 and we move on and then from there on we've got 83 we get a repeat Parramatta Manly except Manly the minor premiers so if Parramatta are to win they have to win both um, obviously they won the grand final that year so they would have won hopefully would have won the first one I don't know if they would have won both but you know we can we can make our assumption there if we think that that Parramatta team of 83 would have done that I personally think they would have but you know Parramatta fan so you know that's the way things go um, 84 We've got, first in the first round, Parramatta beating South and Manly beating Canberra. And then Canterbury beats Parramatta and St. George beats Manly to set up our Canterbury-St. George grand final. Canterbury winning it, which means minor premiers, there's no grand final. And we end up with just the, the final that year. Um, in 85, it's uh, St. George, the minor premier. So um, 
I think that probably what may have happened there, uh, because of the way that the draw comes through, Canterbury finishing third, they beat Penrith in the first round and get to play St George in the second round. And obviously that's the grand final where Canterbury wins. So we're going to say Canterbury beats St George. So we will end up with a right of reply game. The other game is Balmain Parramatta. Um, Parramatta beat them that season fairly convincingly. So I'm going to say Parramatta still wins through. So our final is Canterbury-Parramatta. Um, Canterbury were a bit better than Parramatta at 85. So, you know, it, it's a tough one, but we're going to say Canterbury beats Parramatta and then we end up with Canterbury-St. George again. I don't know whether St George can right the wrongs of, of two weeks earlier and, and win this grand final, but it's a possibility. Um, we'll think about it. I've got normally Canterbury a little bit too good for them that season anyway. Um, even though St George were minor premiers, Canterbury just knew how to beat them. So I'm going to say that might be what ends up happening on the grand final that year. So the next season, Parramatta's minor premiers of 86. Uh, we end up with... Canterbury playing Balmain, Manly playing Norths in that first lot of games where Canterbury and Norths win. Parramatta beats Canterbury in the first semi-final. Souths beat Norths in the second, so Parramatta has to play Souths. Um, Souths had beaten Parramatta a couple of times that season, so maybe they beat them in the first game and Parramatta gets them in the second. Maybe the Parramatta wins the first one, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Parramatta wins that grand final eventually, or wins the final. Um, so we'll move on to 87. Um, so in 87, Canberra would have to play Souths. Balmain would have to play Canterbury. So we've seen Canberra and Balmain win those two games. Um, then Manly would beat Canberra, as the grand final was that year. Uh, Easts beating Balmain, and we end up with Manly playing Easts and Manly winning the title. Um, interesting thing about 87, I was looking up the results, is that Easts ended up playing Canberra three times in four weeks. Um, they played them in the last game of the, the regular season. They played them in the first game of the semi-finals, and then they played them in the preliminary final after playing um, Manly the week between, between it. So um, it was it's interesting for East. They had to wind up against the same Canberra team three times, got the result twice. They won the first two, um, but the one that mattered, they ended up losing uh, and didn't get to that grand final. So... You know, in this case, they get to a final, which is the equivalent of a grand final, I suppose, in a way. But uh, Manly's still too good for them. So if we go into 88, uh, we see some some couple of different teams start to come in. So, uh, so Penrith, what I didn't mention about 85 is that's the first... Penrith would make the, the semi-finals for the first time in 85, uh, as they did in, in this reality, but they get to play Canterbury instead. So this is, this is Penrith coming back in again in 88, so uh, Canberra playing Penrith and Manly playing Balmain. Um, it's a good period for Balmain, actually. They they finish quite well on the ladder a few times in a row here. Um, and they will end up beating Manly, and, and we've got Penrith beating Canberra based on the results of that season. So we end up with Cronulla against Penrith, Canterbury against Balmain, um, and that means that we have winners for Cronulla and Canterbury. So we end up with Cronulla versus Canterbury in the final. Uh, we're going to say, based on the results and the fact that Canterbury beat them in the, the lead-up game in the reality, that uh, Canterbury wins the final. means we get a rematch, we get a grand final. Um, I don't know if, Can if Cronulla wins the grand final. Canterbury beats them twice in a row. Uh, it's hard to decide that one. Nominally, I had Cronulla, but uh, we, could, we could make a justification for either one there. So in 89, the minor premier Souths, so that's going to make something a bit interesting. We all know 89, what happens with Balmain and Canberra in that grand final. So um, in the first round, Balmain will defeat Brisbane, Canberra defeats Cronulla, which sets up games for Souths versus Balmain, Penrith versus Canberra. Um, based on the results and what happens in that final series, uh, Balmain and Canberra are going to win through. So your teams from, so both your teams, one and two, don't win which is a, a rarity. Um, it uh, it happened back in 85 as well, but um, this is the first time since then. So we end up with Balmain versus Canberra. So we're obviously going to have, have to have a grand final because South didn't get through. Um, Balmain, Canberra, one of the greatest grand finals of all time, one of the most interesting, exciting ones. 
I don't know if it goes the same in this way, but we're going to say Canberra wins anyway. Um, that means South bet to pay Canberra. And look, I don't know. I mean, Canberra beat them in that season. South really went right out the back door. So, you know, maybe Canberra hit, gets them again. Um, I've got it normally that way, but maybe South of the week off and, you know, they're able to, to adjust and maybe they can they can bring it home in 89. Um, that's the thing about this is that the teams that get knocked out in the minor premiers, it's almost an easier way to the grand final to, because you know you're going to get a grand final anyway, you can get beaten in the second round, which is your first game, and then you're automatically going to get another crack at it. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's, if that's an easier way through, you get a week off and, you know, you automatically get to play that game. But, you know, it's you come into a game knowing that if you lose, you get to play in two weeks. Or if you win, you get to play the next week. Um, but, I mean, if you win and you win again, that's it. Uh, and if you you win and don't win, you get two, two cracks at the same team. So there's also an advantage there. But, you know, it's... It's an interesting way of thinking about it is that, you know, maybe some teams would not put their best foot forward in the in the semi-final and then, you know, that way they know, well, they maybe not even intentionally do it. They just think, well, it doesn't matter if we win this or not because we get to play in two weeks either way, you know. Either we play in two weeks or we play next week for the title. But anyway, um, so 1990, Canberra is the minor premiers. So our first round, Penrith beats Balmain, Manly beats Newcastle. Uh, then Canberra and Brisbane, who were the two one and two, win through, and we get Canberra Brisbane in the final, and I think Canberra wins it. Um, in '91, minor premiers are Penrith, so they they will beat Canterbury, who had just beaten Norths in the qualifier. Um, Canberra wins the other qualifier, and then beats Manly, so you get that with Penrith and Canberra, and that's the same result. Penrith beats Canberra. '92, uh, not a lot changes. Uh, Illawarra. And Newcastle win their first rounds against West and East, respectively. Uh, Brisbane beats Illawarra, St George beats Newcastle, as we've seen in that final series already. And Brisbane beats St George. Uh, 93 is a little bit of a change because Canterbury, I hadn't, re- I hadn't remembered it, but Canterbury was the minor premiers in 93. So um, Canberra comes up against Brisbane and Brisbane wins that game. Uh, Manly beats Norths. Brisbane beats Canterbury. And St George beats Manly, and that sets up a final of St George and Brisbane, which Brisbane win. But that means that Canterbury gets to come back, play a grand final against Brisbane. I don't know if, like I said before, the week off is going to do very much. It's going to give them the edge, but you know, I still think Brisbane 93 probably still win it. Um, and then, like I said, Canterbury again, minor premiers in 94, so they're going to be guaranteed to make that last game. Uh, so Canberra beat Brisbane and Manly beat Illawarra. Uh, Canberra then beat Canterbury. So repeat uh, that Canterbury gets knocked out as minor premiers again. So they get that grand final. Uh, Norths get beaten by Manly because Manly beat them a couple of times that season. So we end up with a Canberra-Manly final, which Canberra's going to win. And then we end up with Canterbury playing Canberra, which was the grand final We've got a repeat of the, the game in week two. I don't know if Canberra does it twice to them. I kind of think they do. I mean, I think that Canberra team were a bit better than third on that table. So I think they still do that. All right, so we've got to 95. Now, we all know what happens in 1995. The New Wales Rugby League becomes the ARL, and the ARL becomes a 20-team competition. So we can't go on with the six. We're going to have to go to a, a top eight. Um, the top eight's going to be similar again, except just to make this a little bit, make a little bit more sense. Um, it's kind of it's kind of in the Argus system not to do it this way, but I, I've decided that it kind of helps me out a bit as well if we go one v eight, two v seven uh, for the first week. So basically, what happens is. Um, minor premiers play the eighth place team and then everyone else plays off the same similar to the McIntyre top eight system that we had a few weeks a few weeks a few years ago um and then basically we then keep it the same sort of in a way because we go the winner of 1v8 plays the winner of 3v6 
the winner of 2v7 plays the winner of 4v5, so that's still, that's basically Argus. So we're playing a qualifier round, 1v8, to work out our felt four spots. Similar to what I was just doing with the top six, but instead teams one and two don't get the week off. Um, and what I've also done is, because I don't want to have repeat finals to grand finals, uh, so what I think they, and what I've, I don't know if they would have done this, but I think it would have made most sense, is they would have made a rule saying, look, this is getting a bit silly having a repeat grand finals. Um, you know, you have having two teams play each other twice. Uh, it didn't it didn't happen that much in the first few seasons leading up, but what we're going to say is that the minor premier only gets a right of reply if they don't make the final. So if they get knocked out in round one or round two, then they don't get the right of reply. Uh, so they do get the right of reply. Um, but if they make it to that third round, which is which is nominally the final, and they lose, that's too bad. So I think that makes the most sense because basically what's gonna what happens then is that you you still get the same advantage as you do at the moment in the NRL or in the top eight system where team or basically team one gets the advantage where they can lose week one and still be in it. This is the same kind of thing. They lose week one and they can they basically get a, a right of reply, or they lose week two and they get the right of reply, um, but they can't lose in that third game. So uh, it, it's just it's a decision. I think I'm pretty happy with making that decision. So uh, we'll move forward with it. So the 1995 final series, a top eight. I'll, I'll try and this period of history. I'm gonna might try and spend a bit more on. Um, and then I might jump through some of the top eights going forward beyond 98. But um, I might just spend a little time with these few because 95, 96 to a lesser extent, but 97, obviously, there's two competitions. 98, there's a top 10 system. So those ones I might spend a little bit more time on and then we'll just go a little bit less time on the, the other top eights um, and just point out some of the the anomalies with what's happened in, in realities. So in 95, uh, we've got Manly, Canberra, Brisbane, Cronulla as your top four, Newcastle, Canterbury, St. George and Norths as your bottom four or your five to eight teams. So Manly plays Norths and defeats them. Canberra plays St. George and defeats them. Brisbane plays Canterbury. Canterbury wins that game. Cronulla plays Newcastle and Newcastle wins. So teams five and six get through. Uh, Manly plays Canterbury, and that is the grand final of that year in which Canterbury won. So we're going to say Canterbury springs the upset again, beats Manly. Canberra plays Newcastle, and Canberra will be too good for Newcastle on this occasion. So we get a repeated final from the year before of Canterbury versus Canberra. So we're going to say in this instance, Canterbury wins again. Um, that's based on what happened in that final series and the fact that Canterbury were able to defeat Canberra there. Um, and then, and also just the momentum of Canterbury being the way they played in that final series. Um, and then we get a, a right reply game of Manly versus Canterbury. And I think if you gave that 1995 Manly team a second chance at you, I think they would have beaten them. So we're going to give Manly the 1995 Premiership, which is good for Manly fans. Um, and we'll move on to 96. So 96 is exactly the same uh, final system. So we're going to go Manly, Brisbane, Norths, Roosters, top four. Cronulla, Canberra, St. George, Wests as your bottom four. So Manly defeats Wests. Brisbane defeats St. George. Canberra defeats Norths. And Cronulla beats the Roosters. So our second week, it's Manly beating Canberra. And then Cronulla beats Brisbane. And we end up with a grand final of Manly against Cronulla. And Cronulla is the winner. Um, the grand final of 96 was... Uh, Manly and St. George, but St. George ends up coming up, up against Brisbane in the first week, and just just by the way that the results went that year and everything, Brisbane would have beaten St. George, so it kind of throws the door open, and Cronulla sneaks in there with, with a victory over, Cronulla, uh, victory over Brisbane, as they did in that regular season, and yeah, Manly-Cronulla grand final in 96 would have surely been a lot of interest, Super League team against ARL team, um, you know, Cronulla going for first premiership. Cronulla again, another grand final against Manly. Like they keep running up against Manly. Um, that would have 
that would have gone off that grand final would have been amazing um so then we get to 1997 and it's super league so we have two competitions um any mini money mo let's do arl first Ali, because alphabetically um so the top seven the, i'm gonna say that what the arl do is they still have a top seven but the top seven is a little bit different because what they're basically going to do is they're going to say, all right, team number one, you have the week off. Team number two, you're going to play team number seven. Team number three, you're going to play team number six. And team number four, could play team number five. So basically, it's the same as the top eight we were just doing before, except team one gets an automatic free ride. They get the buy, basically. Um, and everything continues on its merry way from there. So we end up with the basically the same thing as what we had before uh manly get straight through newcastle defeat the gold coast sorry gold coast fans i know that was your your one finals chance when you did beat illawarra that day but um you're not going to beat newcastle um illawarra is going to beat Parramatta based on results early in that season and um the roosters defeat north's so we end up with Manly against Delaware, Manly too strong, and Newcastle will defeat the Roosters, as it did happen in reality. And Newcastle beats Manly. There is no right of reply. So Newcastle win the 1997 final, which is pseudo the grand final, and that's it. That's how, that's what happens. Um, what I do like about the no right of reply for grand final means that you know the week before that this is the last game of the season. That's why I think they would have made this choice because if you don't know that this is the last game or not, you're going to get this weird thing where you're not sure. Um, basically, by week two, you know if you're going to have to have a week four. So kind of makes a bit of sense. All right, so jumping over to the Super League, and I watched no Super League when it happened. I still haven't watched any of it. Um, I, I probably should, but I just haven't been bothered. But what we're going to say is because of the way they had... Um, the way their competition was run they're going to go to a top six system. So they're going to adopt the top six system with Argus that we had from 82 to 94, um, which means that Brisbane and Cronulla get the week off. Canberra plays the Hunter Mariners, and based on the results of that season, we're going to say the Hunter Mariners win that finals game. So they get a finals win, and they get a finals appearance and a finals win, which is pretty good for them. Um, and then Penrith is going to beat Canterbury because this is based on results during the season of how these teams performed. Then Brisbane is going to defeat the Hunter Mariners. Cronulla is going to defeat Penrith. Brisbane defeats Cronulla. They win the title. They're world champions of Super League. And that closes Super League for this chapter. Okay, so we get to 1998 and we have a top 10 system. So the top 10 system is... The only way I can figure out this top 10 system is to have teams, uh, what is it, 7, seven 8, 9, and 10 play like a pseudo wildcard round. Um, so in 1998, the ladder was Brisbane, Newcastle, Melbourne, Parramatta, North, Roosters, Canberra, St. George, Canterbury, and Manly. So that means that Canberra plays Manly, which is teams 7 versus 10, and Canberra defeats Manly. And St. George plays Canterbury, and Canterbury beats St. George. So that means that in the second round, Brisbane plays Canberra, and based on the results of that season, we're going to say Canberra beats Brisbane. And then Newcastle is beaten by Canterbury. Uh, the Roosters beat Melbourne, and Parramatta beats Norths. So the next round, Canberra is beaten by the Roosters, Canterbury beats Parramatta as it happened in 98 and we should not mention never ever ever mention that again um, and then we have a finals game where Canterbury is beaten by the Roosters and we end up with a grand final because Brisbane were knocked out Brisbane plays Canterbury which was the grand final Brisbane's had what three weeks off two weeks yeah three two weeks off um, to work out what they're going to do and they're going to be too good for Canterbury and they're going to win um, and yeah, two weeks off is a long time. So I don't know if, how that would go, but yeah, basically they're going to win. Now, going forward from that, every season after this is going to have the same final system. They're going to have a top eight. It doesn't matter if we go back to 14 teams at one point. 
um, we're going to keep that how it is. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to quickly just have a quick through and just just talk about the ones that are significantly changed from what they were. Um, maybe not even go through the full finals, and I'm not going to read out all the finals teams, but basically from 99, our minor premier was Cronulla. So if Cronulla gets knocked out at any point, there's going to be a grand final. Cronulla gets knocked out by the Dragons in round two. And then what ends up happening is the Dragons play Canterbury in the 99. Um, Melbourne defeats the Dragons in the first round. That's why Melbourne's gone. And the reason why I had Melbourne defeating the Dragons and not the other way around, oh, sorry, uh, the Dragons defeating Melbourne not the other way around, is because based on the season results, with less on the line, I think the Dragons win. Um, I think Melbourne, you know, it was a great grand final and a very good victory for them, but I think that St George Illawarra would have just been a little bit too good for them in a first round game. I think the pressure was a little bit less then. They were playing a lot better at that point, so... We're going to say that's what happens, which means that um, the Dragons-Canterbury game happens, the Dragons win that, and then Cronulla gets a, a right of reply against the Dragons, and because they've had some time off and the pressure's back on the Dragons again, I'm going to say Cronulla wins in 99. Um, so that's pretty good. I've given Cronulla a couple of premierships here, which is good. So the Argus system really, really advantages the minor premiers. Um, it gives them a huge advantage. So... But either way, even if it was Dragons winning, that, that grand final, Cronulla versus Dragons in 1999, could you imagine what that would be like? It would be an amazing grand final to watch. Um, just the just the whole sort of, you know, that whole area of Sydney would have just gone absolutely ballistic with that. Um, okay, so we'll move on, 2000. So the Broncos are the minor premiers, which means that there is a right of reply if they don't make the grand final. The way things fall... Um, these games all actually happened in the first round because 1v8 was the system at the time. So I took all those results. And as they went through, uh, Broncos got to the second round against the Knights and beat them. And the Eels beat the Raiders, which made sense at the time. So it was a Broncos-Eels grand final, uh, Broncos-Eels final. And the Broncos beat the Eels in the, the prelim that year. So they win again. Uh, 2001, the Eels were the minor premiers. So it works out where the Eels have to play the Knights in round two, and then and the Knights will defeat them as the grand final, but they get the right of reply. Um, the final the week before, the Knights and the Dragons, I've got preliminary that the Dragons would have beaten the Knights. It's based on some season results there, and the Eels get to play the Dragons in the grand final. And boy, wouldn't that be a chokeathon! Um, but I think that the fact that they get a loss means that that Parramatta side would be able to come back and win so i don't think it would have mattered if the knights won or the dragons won um i think the eels would have would eventually because they've already had the loss would would be able to work on the reason why they had the loss and would have come back and won it so i'm going to give the 2001 to them 2002 the warriors of the uh, the uh, minor premiers so they they win all the way through. The Roosters win all the way through. We end up with the same grand final. So we're going to say the Roosters beat the Warriors. There's no right to reply, so that's too bad for them. Uh, 2003, the Panthers minor premiers. Same thing again. Panthers-Roosters grand final. Uh, 2004, the Roosters minor premiers. The only real change is that because the Bulldogs play the Cowboys, um, and there's a the Cowboys actually end up being the Bulldogs in that finals or, or close enough to that. Um, it means it knocks the Bulldogs out, so they can't be in t in the grand final 2004, the final 2004. So we end up with Roosters-Panthers repeat, um, and Roosters are too good this time, so you you still you get two out of three years rather than one out of three for Roosters fans. Um, 2005, the Eels minor premiers. Uh, the way it works out is the Eels end up having to play the Storm in the second round and get beaten by them, um, but they get to come back and play the Storm. Uh, it's a bit of a Cinderella story here with the Tigers. Uh, as there was, you know, the Tigers beat the Cowboys and then they beat the Dragons, um, but they don't beat the Storm, so it's Eels-Storm grand final, and I'm going to say that the Eels don't, ever, don't have that hoodoo. Like, they didn't have to play them in, in 99, um, so the first time they had to play them in the finals in 99, in reality, they, they lost and they haven't beaten them ever since. Um, we're going to say that the first time they ever played the Storm in a finals game, they beat them, which means that 
Eels win 2005. Uh, so 2006 is a little bit different because the Broncos get knocked out by the Dragons in that first game. So teams that in, in the reality have lost in the first round have been able to get that second chance and, and come back. So, you know, Broncos in 2006 lose in the first round and end up coming here back and, and defeating the Storm in the grand final, but they can't because they're not in it anymore. So instead, we end up with a Storm Knights final. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, the way that it had happened that season, actually beaten the Storm a few times, and we're going to say the Knights win 2006, which is a bit of a turn-up, but, yeah, good for Newcastle. Gives them a, gives them that grand final took off them in 2001 as well. So don't say I don't give anything for you Knights fans. Um, 2007, pretty much the same, same copy, Storm beat Seagulls. That doesn't make any, any change. 2008, same kind of thing happens. Storm Seagulls, and then what we end up with. So we end up with the same grand final in 2008. And once again, Cameron Smith can get suspended and Manly can win 40-0. Um, that's not going to really change. 2009 is going to be an interesting one because the Dragons lose in the first round as minor premier, so they're going to get another chance. Um, the Eels run into the Broncos in the second round, and I think based on momentum, the Eels are too good for them. Uh, the Bulldogs against the Storm. The the Bulldogs had beaten the Storm a few times. That's it. It's, you know, we, we're going to say Bulldogs beat Storm, which means that the Eels can beat the Bulldogs in that preliminary and the Dragons come back against the Eels after two weeks of rest. I don't know whether the Eels beat the Dragons twice. I'm not sure. I don't know whether the Dragons wake up to themselves and, and beat them. But we're, we're going to say that... I mean, I want to say the Eels win 2009. Because I just think every time a 2009 comes up, I should give it to them. Because um, it feels like it was the one that was lost. But you can make up your own mind whether you think the Dragons come back and, and win that or not. Um, 2010... Similarly, Dragons, you know, are minor premiers, so they can't be, they have to come back. But the only thing is this time they do win in the first round. Um, beat, they beat the Seagulls. They then beat the Roosters. And then they then come up against the Raiders. And the Raiders, a bit of a fairy tale because they, they beat the Panthers in the first round. They then beat the Titans in the second round to get to there. So it's, um, it's an interesting one, but we're going to, we're going to, Think about that hoodoo and whether the Dragons could beat that hoodoo or not. Uh, I don't know. It's a pretty strong hoodoo, guys. Do we think 2010 we give it to the Raiders? I mean, I've given 2010 to the Roosters before, to the Tigers before. Why not? The Raiders defeat the Dragons in the 2010 Premiership uh, in the final. And Dragons fans go out twice in a row. Um, in a grand final and then in a final afterwards. Um... Sorry, Dragons fans, I've, I've got to do it to you again. Um, just because I want to see someone else win 2010. Just just to see what happens. So, I mean, there's justification there. The hoodoo is there. You know, especially if... Um, especially 2010, it was very strong at that point. So, uh, 2011 is pretty much the Storms to win. So, uh, the Storm are, are minor premiers. What ends up happening is they win through, they beat the Knights, they beat the Broncos, and then they come up against the Tigers because the Tigers against the Seagulls, um, the Tigers have beaten the Seagulls a few times in 2011, so we're going to give them that win, and we're going to say that they come up against the Storm, but the Storm are going to be too strong and they're going to win 2011, which is not desirable um, after you know spending the whole of 2010 not earning points because they just chaired salary cup and then they only have to wait one year for a premiership. But, you know, I just think that's probably what would have ended up happening with these games. Uh, the next one, 2012, the Bulldogs and minor premiers. Basically, we get the same grand final, Bulldogs Storm and Storm wins. Uh, 2013, Roosters, minor premiers. Roosters beat Seagulls in the grand final. So they're all re repeats. Um, the Roosters were the 2014 minor premiers as well. So what ends up happening there is the way that it falls is the Roosters played the Storm and beat them in their second round. Uh, Bulldogs beat the Panthers, and then the Roosters win 2014, so they win back-to-backs. Um, 
2015, the Roosters uh, minor premiers again. They got three minor premierships in a row there. So um, that's a it's pretty interesting and pretty amazing. Uh, so same kind of thing happens. The Roosters win through. Their opponents are the Broncos, who are the second best team that season, or second best in terms of ladder position, and they win through as well. But what we're going to say is that the Broncos win that grand final. Um, there's no drop it like it's Hunt. He don't he don't drop nothing, and I don't know if they win comfortably or not. But the Broncos are the 2015 premiership winners. Uh, 2016, the Storm are the minor premiers. They they win the uh, first round game against the Titans, but come up against the Sharks, who obviously win that grand final in reality. So the Sharks win there. Uh, the Raiders beat the Cowboys in the other game, so we get a Sharks Raiders preliminary or Sharks Raiders final. Uh, the Sharks win that, and then the Storm get to play the Sharks again. I don't know if it, it's the same result. I'm not sure if the Sharks win the second time, but it could be Storm, could be Sharks. I've got normally Sharks here, but you know you can make up your mind on that one. Um, 2017, the um, the Cowboys run can't happen because they come up against the Storm in the first game. So they don't go on a run. Um, the Storm win. The Roosters win. It becomes a Storm Roosters grand final. And the Storm too good. So 2018, the Roosters are the minor premiers. The um, the Roosters win through. Oh, sorry, the Roosters win their first game. Uh, come up against the Broncos who defeat them. And then the Storm defeat the Sharks in the other game. So the Broncos play the Storm in the, in the final and the Storm win, and then the Roosters play the Storm in the grand final, and the Roosters win. So that's a good one. Um, and then 2019, Storm, minor premiers, uh, they win their first two games, so they get to the to the final. Uh, the Roosters also win their games, and they get to the final, and ends up being a Storm Roosters grand final, and we're going to say Roosters win again, so that's the Roosters two in a row. Um, Sorry to Raiders fans, but they end up getting beaten in the first round because they come up against the Eels, who had beaten them a few times that season. So on form, the Raiders don't make the grand final. They don't make it past the first round. But the Roosters too good for the Eels, so they end up making it instead. Uh, and then 2020, which is last year, uh, we end up with the Panthers against the Storm again and the Storm winning it. So... As you can see, it doesn't make a huge amount of change in some seasons, and it, it really isn't a, a massive difference. But what it what it really does is that it makes it finishing the minor premiership in front of the premier as the most important thing that could possibly happen. Um, yeah, basically, if you finish minor premier, as long as you know, as long as it's not the grand final, as long as, as, long as it's not the final. Uh, you get a second chance from you know 2000 or oh, sorry from 1995 onwards, um, and before that I gave them a second chance even in the games before because that was the old system, and yeah basically what ends up happening is our minor premiers win a lot more often. Um, when they get knocked out, they get to come back, even if they don't win that other game. I'm not sure if they win or not. They at least get another chance at it. So it means that finishing top in regular season is so much more important than what it is at the moment. Um, finishing second doesn't really do you very good because you can be out the first round, which has happened a few times. Um, and, you know, teams finishing third and fourth don't get much of a help at all. Basically, if you if you uh, limp into seventh or eighth or whatever and, and win a game, you, you, you know, you come against a really good team, but, you know, the team finishing seventh can knock the team finishing second out. Um, and that, that's the end of them. That's There's no more. So um, it's obviously not a fair system. It's not a system that, that I wish that Venera would would have had. Um, but interesting to see what could what really could have happened, you know, if we'd, we'd sort of kept the final systems. You know, there's a lot of people who are traditionalists that like things to stay the same, but maybe things being the same is not always, always the best thing. Uh, okay, so I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I know that it's pretty much just a man rambling for an hour, and I hope that it's been as much ramble as you like, and you know as much interesting content and you know putting shit on dragons as much as we like because we do that. Apologise again for 2010. I feel like really bad um, that I gave it to the Raiders this time, but you know you won 2010, Dragons fans. Just it's okay.
No, ang- no more angry emails. Um, and look, I think you maybe win 2009. So, you know, I don't think that Parramatta will beat you twice in a final season, a final series. So, you know, you get two weeks off, you get to come back at us, you know, Parramatta explodes or implodes as, as they did and, and you can win 2009 instead. Um, all right, so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you'd like, uh, you can send me an email at hypothetic, sorry, hypotheticrl at gmail.com. Um, I'm also on Twitter at hypotheticrl. Uh, you know everything else. Happy if you can rate and review me. That'd be really nice. Five stars is great. Um, but yeah, like I said before, I'm not in this for for uh, the amount of people who, who listen or anything like that. It's great to know that there is some guys out there or some guys and girls out there that uh, that listen. And I hope you enjoy. And I'll talk to you next time.